Hello and welcome to the Cupid Guy podcast, brought to you by Classic, the quantum algorithm design company. My name is Yuval, and my guest today is Oscar Diaz, head of the quantum computing sector at the European Commission. Oscar and I talk about funding opportunities for quantum, the comparison between Europe, the US, and China, the challenge of commercializing world-class research, and much more. We hope you enjoy this episode. Please let us know how we did by emailing hello at classic.io. That's hello at classic.io. Hello, Oscar, and thanks for joining me today. Hello, and, and, and thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So who are you and what do you do? Okay, so my name is Oscar Diez, and I'm the, working as a head of uh, quantum computing at the, the European Commission here in, in, in we are in based in, in Luxembourg, but uh, we have also people in a lot of people in, in working in the Commission in, in Brussels, and and we, the, the name says the, the name of the of the sector basically we are we are part of the unit HPC and quantum computing. Uh, it says quantum computing, but in in reality, it's uh, quantum technology. So we are dealing not only with uh, quantum computing, but uh, also other other quantum technologies like quantum communication, quantum sensing and metrology, and, and, and quantum simulation and basic science in, in quantum. So if I remember correctly, the EC is sort of the executive part of the EU. And and what is what does the EC do in terms of quantum computing or quantum communication and so on. What What is the goal of, of the body that you're heading? So we are mainly, so there the, are the different things that, as you said, is the, the EC is basically is the, the executive body of the of the EU. Uh, and we, there are different things. One of the main things that we are doing in our, is, is basically is, uh, funding. So basically we are establishing, we have different funding programs, especially for research. And this is work. Uh, quantum is uh, it's, uh, we are mainly focused the, the 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 actions in quantum in, in in that part in research. Also lately we we created uh, a fund, also a funding program for infrastructure. So basically it's for buy, uh, buying infrastructure, uh, like for example in, in our unit, as I said before, is HPC HPC and quantum computing, and we bought the. Uh, we were still buying uh, supercomputers for Europe that basically are going to are used by by, by researchers. Uh, so we are doing mainly is in research and infra, uh, and, and deployment of uh, of infrastructure. In our case, there are different things. Like for example, we are we can talk if you want about the we are starting to create a quantum fund for financing the basically the startups uh, on quantum in in Europe. And later there are some, but we are not we are not directly. Doing that, uh, we can do also. There can be legislation that it uh, we can provide a proposal for legislation. Like for example, for uh, a good example is artificial intelligence. You probably heard. So the research funding, I, I assume, is targeted primarily at the universities and, and corporate researchers. Is that okay? Is that correct? So it's it's I will say it's it's quite it's quite open. So we have uh, we and and if you see basically on the funding opportunities when we we publish calls, one of the things that we also we ask not only for universities and, and research centers but also for SMEs uh, and other other organizations. So it's it's not only it's it's true that mainly most of the projects are are focused on universities because and research centers research centers that is where it's uh, 
most of the research is happening, but we try to 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 have uh, the industry as uh, involved as much as possible. And in most of our projects, we you can see that it's not it's maybe I will say a uh, twenty, thirty, up to forty percent of uh, of uh, industry also or, or private partners. If you can tell me how much money was allocated to these programs, um, I think there was about 1 billion euro in 2018, but uh, maybe there have been other allocations since. And if you're willing to share, how much has been already committed and, and spent? So I don't have all, all the figures here. I, I can tell you in a kind of a high a high level. So it's, it's you are right. It's basically the, the, the committing for the for the quantum flagship. That is the name that we, we provided to the to the um, uh, basically to the to this uh, funding uh, for for quantum for research in quantum it was around one billion uh, and we have spent I think we this is so we did one set of calls in 2018 and we have we are running now another set of calls normally it's three every two three years that we do calls uh, and we are preparing for example the funding for then uh, for the for the for the program for the 23-20, work program 23-24. We have spent around, I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, 30-40% uh, of the of that uh, 1 billion. And, and uh, of course, all these things change, and it's normally we do it in, in uh, the, the, the framework programs are normally seven years long, but uh, in this case, it was part of the previous uh, of the so of the previous uh, framework program for research that is called H2020, and we we are getting also part from the, the the current program that is Horizon Europe. The European Union is made of many member states. How do you ensure equity, both in terms of access to funding, but also in terms of the outcome? So, if uh, the EU has a quantum computer or several quantum computers. Is there a way to assure that every, even the smaller um, member countries, member nations, uh, have access to it? So, so yes. Basically, there is from the point of view of accessing to the funding. It's uh, all the calls are open to all the EU member states, and normally we have also associated countries. So, from that point of view, all the all the everybody, and uh, we request most of the calls. We request that at least uh, we we need to have three. Uh, so at least three of the partners needs to be from different countries. So we need to have three, three, three different countries. They, it's, it's up to the, the basically the, 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 the countries or, or the partners to decide who they would like to, because it depends on the type of on the program. It depends on the type of uh, of, of call. Uh, but they decided. The only thing is that we request is three. Uh, that at least there are three min minimum is three different countries. And later we have in some calls, uh, for example, quantum is one of the we what we have is uh, we we request also some participants from uh, what we call widening countries. So it's basically countries where the let's say the like for example Malta. Uh, there, there are some countries that they don't have all the the level of uh, research, at, at research and infrastructure level. They don't have the same uh, investment that uh, big countries like uh, Germany. And that also we uh, we ask the, the participation of these countries also. That's from the point of view of uh, access to, to to funding. Later, from the access to, for example, system. A good example it will be with the with the quantum computing or or, or the, the supercomputers. It's uh, it's open to all the um, basically what we do is we open also calls 
to researches. The researches they provide uh, normally they are people from university or research centers can be from one or multiple, and uh, they provide uh, the, the proposals. And normally there is a, an evaluation committee that it will decide. Uh, it's it's true that there there is no. They take into account also the, 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 the participation of the different countries and normally they, they have access to countries where normally this, uh, for example, widening countries where this will not be so, so easy for them to have access to, to this type of computers. In terms of um, technology blocks, I, th I think a lot of countries, a lot of continents have decided that quantum is a strategic technology and it's really important to be able to have mastery and access to it. And obviously, in, in the EU, the, there are programs that, such as the programs you run, and then there's funding from uh, individual countries. I mean, I think that Germany has uh, significant German funding and France and, and others. But the EU is often compared to the US, where there's federal funding, and also to China, where there's also centralized funding. What is your opinion on how does the EU stand in relative relative to the US and China in this race for quantum um, quantum supremacy or quantum advantage or just high-level quantum technology? Sorry if I understood. So you're talking from the point of view of the funding or 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 the results. I mean I think the, the funding is is more or less public information, at least in the US yes. and in the EU. Um, how would you say that the EU is doing relative to US and China in this sort of new space race? That's a, it's a difficult question. So one of the things, one of the, I will not call it an issue, but I think one of the challenges that we have, it's the fact that uh, we have uh, actions that are done, uh, are coordinated at European level. And also we have, uh, the, you have seen that, uh, for example, Germany uh, or more recently France, they announced the, 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 their own program. Uh, so we are, we are, we have contact with these countries in order to be in line and to try to, uh, to, to cooperate as much as possible. Uh, so both between the different countries and also with the, with the, with the EU. Um, a good example of this cooperation is, for example, the project uh, Euro-QCI. But uh, regarding how the results, how are these compared to, to other big uh, countries, I, I think that Europe uh, it's, uh, has, been, has been always a very a big player in, in quantum. Uh, I think it's one of the, one of the big uh, players. I think we have very good research here. Uh, I think what is one of the issues that we are seeing, and it's, I think it's not new, it's not only in quantum in, in Europe, is that uh, in order to move from research basically to uh, to market, this this kind of uh, jump, uh, it's uh, we we were not basically we could improve in that area, and that is something that uh, we are we are trying to. To, to solve, but it's not easy. It's basically, say, uh, you, you have these small uh, companies or uh, startups that they, they the access to, for example, to capital is not as easy as, for example, in, in, in the States. And that it's, uh, it's clear and it's something that uh, we, we have seen. 
So I think we need to work on, on, on that area. But I think in, from the research point of view and the and and and, and also from the from the, the the results on what we are trying what we are achieving at, until now, I think maybe we are not in the in the news so often as for example at big companies like IBM, but I think there there is very good research in, in, in Europe and there are very good uh, achievements. And I, I certainly agree with you on the research side. There are fantastic research institutions in, in Europe, and we at Classic are, are collaborating with some of them, such as Fraunhofer Institute uh, in, in Germany. Um, but sometimes it looks like transitioning to commercialization is, as you said, could be improved. And, and we may have seen it both on cloud providers, where most of the cloud providers are US-based. We've seen it recently, unfortunately, on, on Corona response, where I think the sort of vaccine development and production uh, also uh, some questions. So how does the EU, EU think about if the problems are, are clear or the things that need to be improved are clear? Who's coordinating can... the solution? Is it the EC? Is that locally? I, I, so first, I can, I, this I cannot provide you a, an answer for all this. So I, I'm talking, and this is, as I said before, this, this is my personal view. So maybe it's not. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that this all the. This is basically the the easy point of view. Uh, but uh, going a little bit more in detail in in or more, or more concrete in, into quantum technologies, we know that there is an issue. Uh, it, we, we know at uh, so we have done recently we have done a, a, a study where we we were reviewing these uh, these topics we were reviewing what are the key difference uh, with other markets like for example the US and what are the some of the solutions uh, so so we know that there is an issue uh, we are working at uh, EU level and also in uh, in coordination with the with the EU member member states. And one of the, as I said, one of the things that we are doing in order to to to, to solve that is is the creation of a, a quantum fund, uh, basically to facilitate. So there are different actions on on, on that area, uh, especially on quantum. Uh, this is one of them. But uh, so we know that there is an issue, and we are trying to sort it out. Uh, but it's not easy to change. It's, it's also it's a change of mentality, also from the point of view of uh, providing funding and and, and basically having a, a different risk aversion that. Uh, it's not something that you will you will change from from one day to the other. Absolutely. Now, earlier in the conversation, you mentioned that even though the the section is called quantum computing, there's a focus on quantum security and quantum sensing and quantum communications. Um, can do you have an estimate of so how how the rough percentages is it uh, equally? divided? Is it 60% on quantum sensing and everything else for the others? Can you give us any any sense of how the budget is divided? So I could, I don't know in top of my head. I, I, I will say that uh, it's currently more, so it will be a higher percentage for quantum computing, obviously, because it's getting uh, probably more momentum. Uh, and also quantum communication uh, in our side because we are working very uh, we are working in the in the basically in the creation as I said before of the Euro QCI that is basically a quantum communication infrastructure for 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 Europe. So that will be the two mains uh, basically the most of the budget at this stage is going there, but there is a still quite a I will not say I will say maybe. 
this will be like uh, maybe 30 between 30 and 40 percent each and and the rest will be divided between the quantum simulation and quantum uh, quantum sensing and metrology and including also there the the uh, basic science but we are still funding i think we, we are still there's there's still a lot of uh, potential in in we, we believe in basic science and we are still funding uh, very low what we call low tier uh, calls and also in in quantum sensing and metrology one of the things that we have seen is that is one of the more at, at this stage is one of the more advanced from the point of view that is closer to to market so we are still heavily funding those uh, those areas from the research point of view we are recording this podcast towards the end of January 2022. Are there any uh, open calls that you would like to draw our listeners' attention to, something that they should look up and perhaps consider submitting a proposal? Yes, it's in fact, we are now, uh, they are all the Horizon Europe, uh, the, the, the calls, uh, basically the only thing is they are closing in, uh, I think it's at the end of February. So they still have time. Uh, we have calls in, in in quantum computing, in different types of quantum computing, and basically in uh, more high high what we call high TRLs or uh, quantum computers and, and low TRL quantum computers. We have also calls in uh, in. Um, I need to a moment. Let me. In quantum uh, quantum communication, we have calls in uh, basic science. So there are quite a lot of uh, calls, also in sensing and metrology, uh, quantum simulation. So they are currently open. They will close soon uh, in February, as I said. And there are also uh, a set of calls that they are closing in February, but probably will be extended until March. That is more on the deployment of infrastructure, uh, and this is more on the quantum communication infrastructure. So there are uh, different calls there for deploying uh, a quantum communication infrastructure at national level, and and also the coordination for the implementation at uh, European level. Uh, so where should people go if they want to learn more information? How do they reach out to you? Do they go to a particular website? They, What's the best way? The best way I will say is the Q uh, the, the Quantum Flagship website that is QT this is from Quantum Technologies EU European Union uh, so QT EU and also the, if they want more in detail on, on the calls uh, they can go to the what we call European Participant Portal and there they can search for Quantum and they will see all the calls there but if they go to Q QT.eu, they will find all the information, including also the research strategy agenda that is a kind of is a, uh, it's a PDF document where they they have all the all the agenda for the for the next years on the on what we are doing in quantum. It's a very important document. Oscar, I appreciate you providing us with all this information as well as your personal viewpoint, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you very much.